0: When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello, champion, and welcome back to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. So great to have you here on the number one motivational show on the planet. All right, let's dive right in. Being connected with something that you really love. Uh, Boy, the question I think that really tortures at least a lot of people that I talk to What's my purpose? Like, what is my purpose? That's such a loaded question. I mean, people could search for an entire lifetime and not get the answer to that question. Um, are they searching in the right place? Well, that probably has a lot to do with not finding the answer. And so I was listening to the Ed Milet podcast, which is a great podcast. You should subscribe to that Ed Milet show. And he had a guest on, and they were talking about being connected to something that you truly love, you know? And it really hit me because it's 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 at the very core of what I preach and what I teach and what I try to implement myself and, you know, kind of flip that, you know, depression and anxiety and fear and worry. You know, nothing nothing good ever comes out of fear. You know, when you do something out of fear, then you're going to fail or something out of worry or something out of self-doubt. You know, Ed used the example when COVID hit, he's a big workout dude and goes to the gym nonstop and certainly looks like it. And uh, I I love going to the gym as well. So I'll go to the gym religiously just about every day between November and March. uh, Because there's really, uh, the only thing I love more going to the gym is golfing. So if the sun's up, I'm out golfing. Well, you're not gonna play a lot of golf in Ohio between November and March. So I go to the gym every single day. But Ed was talking about when COVID hit, he kind of took some time off, like everybody did. You know, some of us were forced to not be able to go to the gym. Others were just like, well, you know, he was kind of stick around the house. And he got kind of like, oh God, I, my shoulder hurts and my triceps really. Geez, I'm getting old and really dreaded, you know, getting back into doing something he, that he he truly enjoyed doing. So he kind of flipped the script and said, you know, what do I love most about going to the gym? Well, I love to sweat. I love the way I feel when I'm done, you know, and I kind of was thinking about in a podcasting perspective, because I absolutely love recording this podcast, and I get to question a lot, how do you do so many shows almost every day, you do two a day, you do a regular one, you do the motivational minute, it's easy, it's easy, I love to do it, and the reason I love to do it is because my love for the audience You know, I get so much amazing feedback, whether it's emails or social media or people come in our mastermind group and they all come from the podcast. And I see these people once they finally become a client, for example, inside of our mastermind group. And I get a chance to know them. I make it a point to get to know everybody who comes inside of our our program because I really want to know. I mean, look, if you listen to this podcast and you join our mastermind group. And then you you we're probably of the same ilk, you know what I mean? Like you're probably a real positive person. Doesn't mean you got everything figured out. There's that's not even possible anyway. But you just you're a positive person, you want to learn, you're eager, you want to get your message out. I love my audience. And I don't say that just flippantly. It's not like oh I love my, I really do. When I go speak on stage, I love the audience. I don't focus on fear or I don't focus on the anxiety of, you know, geez, I got to talk to myself for 10 minutes into this microphone and nobody else is listening. <laughs> the fear of maybe running out of content, or it never happened. Well, I shouldn't say never. I shouldn't say never. A few years ago, I was in a funk and I just could not record. I, I, look, I'm just shooting you straight. I, it was an effort to hit record on the microphone and try to come up with anything to say. And it was really weird, man. Like it was really, really weird. I'm like, well, uh, if this is going on, it's going to be a tough, I think it was 2018, it's going to be a tw- tough 2018 for your boy if I can't get a message out there. Everything kind of hinges on it. And so I kind of took a step back. And I just started thinking, Why, what is the effort? What is that that big anchor that I'm carrying around? And it was because I was focused on getting a message out there. I was focused on, you know, and I remember exactly when it was, it was the winter time of 2018. So January, February timeframe. And I was focused on just how cold it was and dark and depressing. And I'd kind of let my workout go a little bit. and It's just everything. Have you ever noticed when one thing goes, all the dominoes go? You know what I mean? So your connection to what you love is what gives you that purpose. Now, As a Christian, my connection with God, people are like, well, why are you so confident? Man, I got the Holy Spirit inside of me. That would be blasphemous, in my opinion, if I did not walk around with this confidence that Jesus left his spirit himself inside of me. My gosh, Uh, can you imagine my conversation with God when I die? And we're all going to die. I'm I'm obsessed with death in this way. It's kind of different than most people. I'm obsessed with death because of the permanency of it. You know, because the sense of urgency it places on every single day for me to do something to add value to my life so my father will be proud. My father in heaven will be proud of me. You know, well done, faithful servant. So I'm obsessed with death in that respect. I'm not I'm not afraid to die. You know, I'm not afraid of taking my last breath. Certainly would like to know how it's going to happen. You know, I would rather it be something a little less stressful, but hey, we'll take care of that when it comes. But... I think in the sense of being connected to God is you're never alone. You are never alone. I talked to God in my car. I was having this conversation with my daughter over Christmas. And I was like, honey, I talked to God in my car. I talked to God in the grocery store. I talked to him at the gym. I don't know when I'm ever not talking to him. I'm watching Netflix, and I'm talking to God on the side, you know, thinking about the day ahead, the week ahead, my kids. My God, when you have kids, I think your relationship with God even grows stronger. Like, God, please place an armor around these sweet girls. Don't you know, protect them. I'm not with them. They're at college. Protect them. you know. So when you're connected with God, you're never alone. And you really need to understand, I'm going to say it again, when you're connected to God, you are never alone. You were never meant to be alone. You are always meant to walk with him every day through the struggle. He never said you wouldn't have struggles. He just said, I would never leave you in the struggle. And that has gotten me through every single struggle. So back when I was really having a tough time just getting motivated back in 2018, I I started thinking about what are the things I really love to do? And I thought about the emails and the testimonials and the messages from people. I'm like, man, if I stop recording, then I stop giving my spiritual gift to them. Like they're literally probably checking iTunes or Spotify, wherever they download this podcast, thinking, hey, why isn't, and I got messy. hey, dude, what's up? I haven't seen a podcast in a week. I'm like, yeah, oh, you know, I could have made an excuse, oh, I'm sick. I, I didn't. I said, I'm in a funk. So I started recording back again when I made this list of all the reasons why I have this connection to this message, the Everyday Saturday podcast. It became obvious. It's the audience. I love the people. I love every, even if you and I will never meet, I still love you and what you stand for because I know just because you're subscribed to this podcast that alone tells me you're someone that has a big dream and whether that dream has come to fruition yet it doesn't matter none of that matters your dream may take a thousand different directions in where it goes what matters is you never stop so when I started again you know with my podcast after being in that funk I told everybody I'm in a funk (laughs) I mean who would do that? like who does that stuff you know you're you want to put your air about you. You want to make sure that you know look like you're Teflon and bulletproof. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not going to do that because then I'd be a phony. And I don't want to be a phony. I want to be legit. I want to just tell people, hey, man, I'm in a funk, but I want to tell you I'm working out of it and I'm doing it with you. And then I started getting feedback like, dude, wow, this was so real. And uh, I think one of the you know people with big egos would have said, well, damn, I'm going to lose a lot of business and coaching clients if people look to me as weak. I don't think – that's a sign of weakness. Matter of fact, I think that's a sign of strength. I think asking for help is a much bigger sign of strength than thinking you got everything figured out. You know, that's why I always have a coach. I always have always have somebody looking over my shoulder. I have a spiritual coach. I have a business coach. Always want them giving me the feedback. People I trust though. All right, these people, I vet them, I value their opinion, I crave their feedback. I don't think I got this thing figured out. But I'm always connected to my audience and I'm connected to my purpose through my audience. So you provide me the purpose to do this podcast. Isn't that amazing? And I think if most people realize that, how do I find my purpose? How do I find out the very things that you love? Like, I love the fact that we live in a 200 year old farmhouse in the Midwest. Because I love looking out at my land. It's not a big land. It's like an acre of land. But that's a heck of a lot more than I ever owned ever in my life with an in-ground pool. And I just, I love the fresh cut of grass in the spring. You know, I love, I'm one of these guys that tinkers around. You know, my daughters make fun of me. Dad's just staring at the land. Like I'll go out. Next to my pool, and I'll just stare at it, and I'll look. Oh, I need to pick up, you know, twigs today, or move those rocks over there, or you know, what am I gonna? I got a riding mower. Never owned a riding mower. Those are the things I love. Do I love doing landscaping? I don't know. Not really. I love it when it first starts, but like most guys, I think uh, that euphoria when April comes uh, compared to October, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm still cutting the grass. Ah. But I focus on the stuff that I really love to do, and I focus on. I am so lucky. Number one to own a house. Okay. Number two, to be able to do anything that involves moving rocks or branches or cutting down limbs and things like that because that means I'm healthy. And I really start to focus on all the little things I love. And while I'm doing the activity, that's all I'm doing. And by the way, I always have my headphones on immersing myself in inspirational audios. I mean, I I think that is so undervalued. I think that is so undervalued. When I'm in the car, at the gym, I go to the grocery store. I love doing the grocery shopping. Why? Because... It makes my wife feel good, first of all. Of all the things that she has to do on her plate, if I can take that off her plate, then that makes me happy. And it brings me joy to walk in with all these grocery bags And see the smile on her face, and oh, thank you so much. Oh, you got, and she'll text me the list, and like, you know what's funny? Like most spouses, I'll get updates as I'm going down the aisle. Oh, we need this, we need that, and it's funny. I'm like, hey, can you give me the list before I leave? I already passed produce. Now you're telling me you need cucumbers. You know, it's kind of a joke we have back and forth. But I love doing the grocery shop because I love my wife. That's the connection. Okay, it makes her happy. It's one less task of an hour and a half a day that she doesn't have to do. and I and I put my headphones, my little beat studio headphones in my ear and I have personal development, inspiration, motivation, sermons, Christian messages blasting in my brain while I'm walking up and down the aisles. Quite honestly, I don't want that experience to stop. like I, I I'll, I'll purposely go up and down an aisle twice or go back to a section where I was just so I can continue to listen. To the positive messages that are going through my brain. Okay. So if you're somebody out there saying, you know what, I'm, I, I got to connect to my purpose, start with a very small list of the things you do. You, I mean, the smell of grass clippings, you know, like I was talking about, looking out, being grateful that I can actually move a twig, move around. Oh, now I got to clean up the yard. Now I get to clean up the yard. And when it comes to building any kind of an online brand, look at the things that you love to do. If you don't like the tech part of it, don't do the tech part. Outsource that. My God, there's people on Upwork and Fiverr do all that stuff for you for pennies on the dollar. Pennies on the dollar. Start valuing your time like I talked about on the previous podcast. All of this stuff will start to come into vision for you. And when you focus on the very small things that you really love to do on this journey, that's how you connect to your purpose. All right? Uh, Thank you for listening. Number one, leave a rating on iTunes. Leave a rating on iTunes. We love the ratings because it helps amazing people like you find the show. And when you're ready to join our mastermind, you know how to do it, right? Go to launchmymovement.com. I would love to have a Zoom call with you and invite you into it so you can discover your purpose and monetize that message. All right, let's go. Let's have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show?